Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Ash. And we are joined by a guest. His name is Ify Wadaway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stand-up comedian, actor, TV writer. Yeah. Welcome, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's going to be a good time. time. Do you have uh, one of those crowns that you feel is your, your primary role? Uh, you know, no, it's really just, it's kind of like, you remember that dude, uh, we all kind of knew in high school who like all the girls fawned over and he only dated like the one <laughs> who was giving him most attention. Like that's, that's me. It's like whatever I'm having the most success with at the time, okay. that's uh, what I'm doing. So like if I book a writing thing, I, yo, I'm a writer. If I'm <laughs> booking more stand up because I'm not getting any acting roles or writing gigs, yo, I'm a stand up right now. If I book something next, so anything that comes my way, I'm not picky. They're all fun. It sounds like maybe in the moment you're doing a lot of stand-up. You're about yeah. to record a special. Yeah, I'm getting ready to do my album. And it's so funny because when you when you do so many things, you do have to dedicate like most of your time into it. So like, you know, if I'm, you know, doing a writing gig, then I'm just doing mostly writing stuff. And really what I have the most time for is like improv since I don't have to prepare anything or sketch, but then I'll take a step back and like the white women guys will uh, write it all. By the way, white women is the name of my sketch. Okay. Group. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize like, you, you, yeah. I, mean, I have, uh, a, basement full of I have a harem. Yeah, yeah. And then they write all my sketches. White women guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. White women. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, seven black guys. Uh, the name of our group uh, is White Women. <laughs> nice. But so with stand up, I haven't been doing it in a while because I was so consumed with writing. It, yeah. it just seems to happen that when you have a baby, you get concerned with steady money. Like you mm. just can't be living that. But what you do is you just kind of lob that up into some savings and then you just fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and. Now it's cool because I'm falling back in love with stand-up because now I'm doing it more and, you know, the wife's giving me the green light to kind of grind it out to get ready for my album. So, like, I forgot how fun it is to just jump from mic to mic, show to show, staying out all night, just joking, riffing with my buds. I have, like, a like a group of two other comics that we just kind of hang out and do shows and just hit as many shows as we can. So it's been fun. So I have no idea what the timeline like is on that. It's probably a while before we're going to see your special come out. You know, it's so funny because it, I, yeah, I don't know because I actually was uh, approached by new wave uh, entertainment. They did like Bill Burr's album. Uh, they did Ron Funches. And so they're like, you could do I it. I love Ron Funches. Oh, Ron man. is my boy. He's, he's oh. great. And so I, that was what I was the most hype about mostly because uh, his album was called uh Oh man, I now I forget the funch the funches of us and he and it's a <laughs> it's a parody of um the last of us his covers the design oh, that man, way that's really real, it's, yeah it's really cool oh, that's and great. I've known for a while that I wanted my first album to be called the community college dropout because uh, I'm just a huge <laughs> Kanye fan and like I uh, and like it's just so insane but I was like I just want the my first album to be the same as his first album I really and, like that yeah and so it was like the super fan thing to do uh and since he was able to do the funches of us i knew that they'd be cool with like uh 
parody type thing with that and i ran it by them and they're like yeah so i'll uh you know i'll, I'll uh, send you guys the photo so you can uh put it up by then oh but yeah, yeah, totally. yeah long story short that was a weird tangent um <laughs> i'm not handling anything after the taping so okay. so they're which which is what i like i like that i don't have to think about anything they're gonna worry about that i'm just gonna tape it they're gonna record it and so I don't know. Sometimes I've seen uh, comics tape it and it's out within a month or so. And sometimes it's, they're planning it out. And I'm sure there's like factors that marketing factors that I'm unaware of. That's like, yeah. well, this is let's release it with star Wars since you're a big nerd. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, I think today we'll be uh, using your improv brain a little bit more. Yeah. Watching a movie and see if we can get some insight. Maybe. Oh, yeah. wise a little bit so well, no pressure i mean you only just set the bar for yourself so yeah. <laughs> oh, no. expect lots of comedy um so yeah we are going to be watching romancing the stone from 1984 i believe um sure no because i'm Do you want me writing to notes check you yeah mr ipad <laughs> yeah all, all of all of my knowledge is in an ipad yeah so this i'll come right out of the gate and say this is probably my favorite director i Love Robert Zemeckis passionately. Oh, wow. And love this great. dude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Robert Zemeckis is our director. And then we've got uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, and our return to Danny DeVito. So, this would have been um, Zemeckis's like third or it's like his second movie that anybody would have recognized. Used Cars was before this, but I think people barely even register used cars. And I'd never even heard of I Want to Hold Your Hand. So this would have been like his first like real recognizable thing. And then the next year was Back to the Future. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And then Jewel of the Nile. And then um, Roger Rabbit. So oh, wow. once he kind of became significant, he was like really significant. Yeah, he was on fire. I just recently watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And, and the f cool thing about that movie is we'll never – ever in our lifetime get another movie like that to see so many different properties together in one film like mm -hmm. to see donald duck yeah. in a piano fight with uh daffy duck like we're not gonna get that because now everyone's so you know tr just uh, protective protective of their, of their rights yeah. so mm -hmm. it's so interesting i mean like look well, at we've got marvel versus capcom yeah i know <laughs> we've got something which, which is solid i really like that franchise for that reason it's good because i feel like from the beginning of any type of nerddom your biggest thing is to mash up franchises that you don't see together so yeah you know, there have been a handful of DC Marvel crossover books. Yes. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. That I, would be nuts. I know. Movie. And it'll be a better because we won't be voting on who would win. And it's not a popularity contest. <laughs> so stuff that, you know, based on the lore given wouldn't work. It's still a fun read, but, you know, I did have <laughs> Somebody's some got opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got opinions. Of Don't get me started. <laughs> one thing I love about Roger Rabbit, and some people are on board with this. Some people think I'm just nerding out way too much. <laughs> But Roger Rabbit is a true story. Oh. Right? The the whole Nick, idea Nick, that cartoons aren't real. No, the whole <laughs> idea that when when LA was being built, yes. they wanted to do public transit, but the companies that sold tires, not the car companies, but the companies that sold tires were pushing for interstates. Oh. Build interstates through those neighborhoods. Don't do streetcars, don't do public transportation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, granted, it's framed around a cartoon murder. 
but, but it's, the whole thing yeah, is true. True. And it's one of the things that I think annoy me the most because I grew up in LA. So like I had to really live through how shitty it is not to have a reliable oh. public transit system. And also like that's like New York's one thing on us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. And, and you heard me right. If you East coasters, you're one thing on us. Uh, <laughs> like cool. Yeah. Pizza's great and all, but everything else rocks out here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a friend actually who lives in New York and she just came and visited and came to LA and she was like, oh my God, it's so warm here. It was like freezing <laughs> in New York. And she was like, she was like, people walk their dogs and their dogs poop in the snow. And then more snow comes. And then when the snow melts, <laughs> it's like a shit storm oh, just all over oh the street. Gosh. And she was just like, it's just amazingly clean here. And I was like, words I've never heard describing LA before, but yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, comparatively, I like growing up, I've you know, grew, uh, lived in LA and LA. The funny thing about LA is so many cities hate us and we just don't know or care because yeah. we're just so vapid and self-concerned. <laughs> uh, so, okay, whatever. But I finally went to New York the first time and I was expecting so much different just because a how it's portrayed in media and B just there. One of the big things I've heard from like, you know, LA friends who went to New York and they're trying to be culture. They're like, you know, it's just much cleaner and it's just, it's faster. And no, you get out there and it's like, clean. no, everything smells like piss. Yeah. <laughs> not clean. Everything smells bad. I, I don't like it. And also everyone's mean. Like, like people say LA's <laughs> like LA people are fake. And it's like, well, no. And like people constantly are like, LA people are fake. It's like, because, and I asked like my New Yorker buddy, I was like, why, why do you, you guys think LA people are fake? It's like, well, cause all the time you're like trying to be nice and just no one wants to argue. I was like, yeah, that's, that rocks. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have to fight each other. <laughs> we can, we can pretend to like each other and get in our cars and drive away. <laughs> And sit on the highway. Unless we're driving. Then we're assholes. Then we're like, fuck you. Oh, boy. Was it merging is kryptonite for LA? That's Orange County. You got to take it. You got to, you got to. Like I, I wish I didn't say it that way because I feel like that's a sound bite that's going to be used against me in the future. <laughs> but you just gotta you, you you can't be too nice in LA traffic. Like I watched some guy. Uh, just on my way here because uh, I got trapped between the Clippers and the Dodgers game and it's, it's this guy in a Dodgers hat and I could tell he's not from LA and he presses the pedestrian walk button and people are still driving and like he's waiting for everyone to stop. It's like, now nah, you got to start walking. No yeah. one's going to stop until they see you start walking. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. red means three more cars can go. <laughs> I just got back from Victoria and mm-hmm. Every car stops for pedestrians. Like oh, you're not oh, even wow. to the crosswalk yet, and people have stopped. It's wow. like it's like that in Oregon too. It's weird. The population <laughs> of Canada is probably on par with the population of LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same number of people. Fair. Yeah, you remember when uh, all those guys came down for for my bachelor party, and they ran out of the car, and RJ was driving. And he's got his turn signal on trying to get on the freeway. And no oh, one's letting him yeah. in. He's like, what's going on? Like, what the fuck? Everyone's not letting me in. I was like, it's because you have your turn signal on. <laughs> turn it off. He's like, what do I do? It's like, you just you just start changing lanes and act like you don't see them and you're going to hit them. And they'll move because no yeah. one wants their car to get hit. Exactly. And that's how you change lanes. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally. It's, it's just a constant game of chicken. <laughs> I didn't learn to drive. I mean, like, I learned to drive, but I didn't get my driver's license till 18. So I didn't really drive until I moved out here. Oh, wow. And so I learned how to drive in L.A. traffic. 
And so it doesn't bother me yeah. like at all. And he sure as hell didn't learn to drive driving my Saturn pop two <laughs> tires. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have tried to teach me how to drive stick when I didn't even know how to drive a car, period. <laughs> Thank you. Gotta start somewhere. Anyway, but now I go back home to Northern California and I'm like, all you fuckers drive so slow. You yes. know? Oh my Just gosh. go. I like I constantly forget that like we learned how to drive above the speed limit. Oh, yeah. Just like Oh, and you look down and you're going the, the speed, speed limit. limit. <laughs> like, Aren't we going 15 over at least? I mean, you pass a cop going like 15 over and they're it's like, fine. Yeah. like that, that was something like my stepmom told me while learning to drive. Like, he was like, you're go anywhere between 10 miles about the speed limit. <laughs> but, it's but true. Like, you technically could get a ticket for that, but like not out here. They're like, no. get going. And there's a point between here <laughs> oh, and Northern no, California. Really? It got you. They got you? Damn. Oh. Doing like 75 or something. Uh, she was like driving alone on the highway at night. And so oh. as the only car, oh, you're not supposed yeah. to speed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I man, had a tail light out and he was like, I'll let you that, off for the tail light. Here's your that's, speed. That's what it oh. really was. It was the tail light, uh, tail light. Was, and then because one thing I found growing up out here is if you get pulled over, if there's something you could get a ticket for, you get a ticket for because they don't want to pull you over for nothing. Like, yeah. they're they're really pulling over to check, run your run your shit, and yeah. see like. He I'm thought sorry, I was drunk. Care, sorry, for sure. I don't mean sorry. I you can, sorry. Fuck no. <laughs> I know it's so funny because I always feel bad when I. Uh, do a thing and then like people are like king curse and it's like of course but yeah. but then i was like but you st- I, yeah anyway um yeah you you're it's only because they pulled you over for the tail light that you got that ticket yeah because if you didn't have a tail light and you sped by oh man it like la cops are so moody like <laughs> so, uh, you know it's like sometimes they're just on their just p's and q's and they just need a ticket by the way do you remember like what part of the month it was well, I was in Orange County, actually. Oh, the, the, right that's by Disneyland. That's a whole different world. That's a whole different world. That's not L.A. <laughs> and it was June, yeah, I think. That's a, it's a whole different world. Like LAPD and OCPD, they literally have nothing to do, so you're going to get a ticket for anything. <laughs> Especially <LAPD. laughs> near Disneyland. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. A no, banana no. crime. Yeah. I, got, I got all the city <laughs> nicknames. We have a rowdy five-year-old who yeah. had too oh much sugar. Gosh. Like I hate OCPD. They like, <laughs> but like I, it was so funny. Calling out OC right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, here is here. There's the uh, the audio clip that's gonna get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, if, if that's if me hating the police is, gonna be, <laughs> it's already too late for me. It's a wrap. It's a well documented. It's very well. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> So yeah, uh, I'm I'm not going to list everything that Zemeckis has done, but recently we watched, for the show we watched Alien, which I argued was a perfect movie and Ooh. the best movie ever made. But I would say that Back to the Future is also a perfect movie. Yes, yeah. I'll give And it's you that. certainly competitor for best of all time, Ooh, but I it's like a that. perfect movie. Yeah, and I, just being a hype beast, uh, and <laughs> you know, my, just my brand, I can't move past aliens being said without uh, saying you got to look out for those new stompers that are coming out. Have you seen the twin stompers that are going to be released in honor of aliens? Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's so clean. I don't even know what the hell you're talking shoes. about. Shoes. He's so talking the about shoes. shoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, what type of monster yeah, yeah, stompers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So you like, know, are you Rit- talking about something in the alien covenant trailer? <laughs> <laughs> There's a new stomper alien? Yeah, yeah. 
No, so you know Ridley's shoes, the Stompers. Um, they, they're, they're like white and red. Yeah, they're like white. White and mm-hmm. red, and they have like kind of the strap. They look like tennis so, shoes. So they, they released those last year, which that was a whole deal because they didn't go all the they didn't run the full gamut of women's sizes and oh. people were like um yeah <laughs> um um and so but also it, it just didn't run the gamut of sizes period like i couldn't own one they didn't go up to my size oh. uh Weird. because they're they were advertised as unisex size oh yeah but see those are the those are the regular ones. They have the high oh. top ones that are like hers that go up your calf. Okay. Yeah, and that looks like something she wore in the second movie mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And they go for uh, roughly 10-15 grand. Um what? Yeah. yeah. Because they're yeah. a limited run. My buddy was able to get a pair for 8. I told him, "No, I think 8 or 4." And I told him, "Jump on it." He was like people <laughs> were like, "Why would you spend that much?" I was like, "Because it's about 12 grand more than he's about to get for it." So, <laughs> jump on it. Because somebody else yeah. will pay you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he oh, seems man. like he only wore it once and he's going to keep it in the box. So, really, he can have like probably 20, 30 grand and 15 years. Uh, so like if you have a chance yeah. to try and like just scoop those, even if you're not that interested in wearing them, I would just do it because they're a cool collector's item. And if you ever need a, a cool, I think those they're like right 500, up, I think they're 500 and I think resale, they'll probably hit five G's. I don't think they're going to, you because, heard it here first. Yeah. That, if he's it. resale corner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I got really into sneakers and I, one thing I've learned in sneakers this is just a general rule. The, what really defines how expensive it's going to be is if it's based. So if it's Jordan's, it's always going to be, it has to be a pair he wore. That's what makes them expensive. If they're like a cool pair and super rare, um, maybe, but most of the time it's going to be expensive if there's an, their actual pair and color where he wore. And I think the same goes for like movie stuff. I think that the original ones are going to be more expensive because they're the ones who wore the Marty McFly joints. Those are more expensive than the kind of modernized versions they came out because they're the Marty McFly ones. Those go for a cool 15 too. Um, so... You heard it here first. How do you verify that he wore? Uh, shoes? Or like in the, like in the movie. No, like in the not movie. that he literally no, 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 wore no. those like shoes. Jordan. Oh, oh, just watching old tapes. Like they'll you'll you'll be able to see in pictures and lots of times so Nike. It's not like the specific shoe. It's like yeah, it's, it's like the, no, it's not style. the pair yeah. he wore. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the, the it's the it's the model he wore like on court. Gotcha. Cool. So we're gonna make it through this. We're gonna make. But yeah, so we got Michael Douglas, of course, Kirk Douglas's son, who I think is now significantly more recognized than Kirk Douglas. Yeah, yeah. I'd think say so. that. Uh, but maybe that's a generational thing. But he kind of started in a TV series called Streets of San Francisco. Then there was China Syndrome, and then Romancing the Stone. So all of these oh, people. Oh, so he hasn't done a lot before. This. It was pretty early in most of their careers, wow. yeah. But then there was Wall Street, Were the Roses, Falling Down, Basic Instinct. Wow. Like he's done some really good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course now he's Hank Pym in the mm-hmm. Ant Man movies. Yeah, yeah. Looks and he, good too. He's an awesome choice for Hank Pym. Movies? Yeah. Are they making another one? I mean, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp will be 2020, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. But he was oh, he's so perfect for Hank Pym. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed his perfor- performance. It was so yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, was I, so- I really would have liked to have seen the story that took place during his prime. Yeah. Only complaint. But aside <laughs> from that, it's pretty Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see that too. Yeah. yeah. If we could go back to 1984, mm-hmm. like after Romancing the Stone and have the main, make Ant-Man then. 
that would have been interesting. I'm yeah, just... not and not just rely on that doesn't quite work youthful CGI. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, <laughs> which is getting better all the time. I, I know. Mean, that I saw that on screen, and they're just like, this doesn't look right. Except I mean, for in Rogue One, or yeah, yeah, or in Logan. I feel like they pulled off young Wolverine and Logan really well. I haven't seen that one yet. But it, was it just him? Was it like not CGI? Was so, it just him? We haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm getting tickets for the the black and white on the 16th. I heard they were doing that. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll stop the right movie? there. Thank you. Is yeah. it just the whole, <laughs> whole movie in black and white? Yeah, they, re- yeah. they, re- they regraded it for black and white. Oh, so. that's cool. It'd be mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And then our other big star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to like, go trying. Like, did I say too much? No, I didn't. What, this, what I the audience like... can't hear is all the facial expressions going back <laughs> yeah. and forth. No, I, I, I'm going to keep reeling us back to the movie, but I love the tangents. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Are we watching a movie? <laughs> um, but Kathleen Turner was really big for a pretty short amount of time. Like, I think she's still really recognizable, but most of what she did was about this time. Hmm. Um, I think she started it with Body Heat, which was huge right off the bat. That's how most people start. Yeah. With Body <laughs> And I'm betting, Ify, have you seen Man with Two Brains? No, I haven't. I don't think it, because we've talked about Man with Two Brains and how much I love Man with yeah, Two Brains. Yeah, I feel like you keep saying yeah. Man yeah. with Two Brains. We need to watch this sometime. You say these words. <laughs> I don't understand it's these words. Steve Martin, Kathleen Turner, and they're spoofing those old... Uh, sci-fi mad scientist movies oh okay. it's like the, that sounds amazing it's the flavor of mystery science theater okay but the movie itself is really fucking good okay um and yeah she's she's great in it um she's really great in peggy sue got married um and then she was the voice of jessica rabbit and oh, wow. roger rabbit mm. um and then all three of our stars devito kathleen turner and michael douglas got back again for war of the roses which might be interesting to check out after this. This so, is a list, a big list of movies and and things that I've never seen. Really, but you've yeah. heard of a lot. You've heard I've of heard Body of all. Heat. Of, I've heard of like all of them. Like, I just no, I've never heard of Body Heat. Really? Yeah. I think that's one that's like it's popular, but I don't know anybody's actually seen it. Like China Syndrome. Like you've heard of it, right? No, no. Uh, I've heard of it, but never better known as ours. Oh, that's a bad joke. (laughs) Oh God! I don't know. That's so funny because I feel like there's a generation of people who wouldn't even get that joke. Like, like, (laughs) like, did you be like, "What is he? What? What is SARS?" I know that was like a thing that we, for some reason, were legit scared of. Like, we were like, "Oh no!" Because because chicken, everyone loves chicken in the U.S. And like, if it's if there's a disease that's gonna get in my dinner. Like, <laughs> was that the same thing as bird flu? Yeah, think, okay. No, bird flu, right? Those are different things. I thought that's how it was. Mm, it was like it, SARS was a respiratory. Yeah, thing. I was gonna say I thought, I it, was thought like it was spread by the birds, though. I think, I think you're thinking things. of bird flu. Bird flu. I don't know. That what's was going different. On <laughs> we need like, a, is a there a doctor? I'm not a doctor. So yeah, we're <laughs> so <the> movie. <laughs> <laughs> back to the point. So I, I, I remember really liking this movie, but I don't think I've seen it in forever like maybe since it was new oh man Um, yeah and it kind of feels like you know zemeckis's attempt to get an indiana jones thing going yeah i kind of feel 100 percent, totally definitely okay but they wanted more of a comic flair Mm -hmm. yeah it wasn't taking itself quite as seriously as indiana jones if i remember correctly but it definitely wanted to have that adventure vibe 
So have we all seen this movie? I have, have not. You, I have, have not, not seen That's it. right. We yeah. talked. And the rest is? Yes. Yep. I've seen it. I have not. Okay. <gasps> oh. Right. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. Don't it's, ruin this one I've for not, me. Uh, the, uh, the poster for this, I've actually never seen the whole thing until I just rented it. Because it's always... You haven't seen the whole poster? It's always on a DVD my box. are always slanted upward. Cut in half <laughs> with another double feature because they don't sell this movie oh. by itself. Oh. Which so has always true. made me think that it's not a good movie because they don't sell good movies in combination with a completely different franchise. No, you're, you're so wrong. In our DVD cabinet that I told you about before you rented this movie on your phone... We have Romancing the Stone, but it is paired with Jewel of the Nile, which is the sequel. But that's the same franchise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they mm-hmm. did get a second one after this. Lawyer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's like Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 in the same box. Like, that stuff happens. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't even know those were the same. Well, you done fucked up. I did. Yeah. So if you like this movie, there's a whole other one mm-hmm. <laughs> right in the chamber, ready to go. Is yep. it as good as the first? You know, I don't remember them well. I think I, they're no. pretty, both pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember. Sounds like cringing over here. Well, because yeah. I can't remember. Like, I have an ending and I have a beginning, but I think my ending that I remember is from Jewel of the Nile. Okay. So I can't remember which is which. Okay. But I remember Romancing the Stone is better than Jewel of the Nile, I believe. I was about to say the, the first movie is always better, but we were just talking about Old Man Logan, which is the one that breaks that mold. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess if he, you seem to be the guy who knows the least about this movie, Yeah. do you have any expectations? Well, you know, no, I, I feel <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I feel like, I, you know, knowing Zemeckis's other works and knowing that this came before, like a year before back to the future, I'd like to imagine this is kind of what gave him the opportunity to do back to the future. So that's kind of what I'm going to hold in my head going okay. in where it's like, Watching this, you know, is what they were like, oh, yeah, he did this. Let's give him back to the future. But I'm probably wrong about that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a decent starting point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Brett, what are you thinking, having never seen it? I mean, like I said, I've only ever seen the box art for this. And it looks like a cheese-ass movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me see if I can get this picture up. Oh, nope, it's just going to play it. Well, oh, yeah. What do you go. think of Michael Look at that Douglas. box art. Yeah, dude, like, it's pretty fabulous. It, it's it's the dude like riding on one of those like vine ropes no, with the girl on like, his back. This it looks like, like a, the George of the Jungle. Yeah, it's like a Michael Douglas as Beavis <laughs> and Butthead caricature. What? No, yeah. they because they the it's way supposed he, to be his head's up like illustration. Here. Well, anyway, yeah, it doesn't look like something I watch. So okay, well you're gonna <laughs> so much hate. <laughs> So, I'm hoping I hoping it doesn't get too far into the uh the romancing. No, the uh, Indiana Jones part for swinging through the trees with the monkeys, but it's That's on the box art. I saw that box. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. prepare yourself. Yeah. What are you expecting, Ash? Uh I remember liking the series. Um I definitely haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I think I I don't remember potentially maybe anything like i i well the problem is is i think that i'm getting this confused i think that both movies might be blurring into each other so i'm not sure which one i'm remembering i might be having like a mighty duck scenario again um (laughs) 
And I don't even, like, I don't remember Danny DeVito being in this. I and don't remember that either. I watched the trailer, like, just a few seconds of the trailer, and, like, right away I was like, what's Danny DeVito? What is <laughs> Like, I don't think I remember anything about this movie. And I think I keep getting it confused with another movie that I was I was trying to Google and figure out the name. But there's, like, another movie about a couple trapped on an island... I'm trying to remember the Six name. Six Days, Seven Nights? Yes. Yeah. That, I think it has I'm Harrison conf- Ford in it. Yeah, I think I'm confusing Where this movie with that. Where he crashes another plane. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what I'm remembering. So this will be fun. I think I remember the... Now that you said the Indiana Jones, that like racks my memory a little bit. And I'm remembering... Like, isn't there like jokes with a camel? I don't know. There might be a camel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm starting to remember, remember some details that I'll probably just leave it and watch the movie. You know? Yeah. I, I remember the very 80s soundtrack. Oh. Oh, oh is this another yeah. very 80s soundtrack oh, yeah. movie? Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another Lady Hawk moment. I think this this has been like 50-50 on very 80s being good or very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't attest to which one this will be. At least they had the sense to get Huey Lewis on board for Back to the Future. Yeah. It's like, sure, he's cheese 80s, but he's like best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> totally. All right, so Sam, having probably the freshest memory of this movie, and the one who is really championing this movie, yeah, what's oh about no. to happen? Um, I'm I'm real excited. I think it's going to be very cheesy, but in the best way possible. And I think it's gonna rock, and we're gonna love it. Okay, I hope. <laughs> so I want to throw out like one thing. I'm I don't know if I'm expecting or hoping for, but one of the things I absolutely love about Zemeckis, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, Ash. He's one of those people who will put visual effects on screen and you'll never know there was a visual effect there. Mm. For years, I thought Gary Sinise had his legs, did not have his legs from, from Forrest Gump. Like oh. I believe, because that was the first time I ever saw Gary Sinise. I thought, wow, they got a guy who legitimately is an amputee. <sighs> no, like that's how good Zemeckis is in putting visual effects in his movie that you just don't oh, notice wow. are visual effects. So I'm hoping we get some cool stuff like that in this movie. But was that a visual effect or was that just they just tied his feet? They did a green screen wrap around his legs and did some crazy shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. That's, hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, they did some really good stuff. And and lots of other stuff. Like I think a lot of people think about that scene in Contact where the father's having a heart attack. She runs up the stairs to find the pills. Oh, yeah. And then it turns out the whole shot was being played out in the bathroom mirror. And the camera pulls through the bathroom mirror and it's like crazy, crazy stuff. If you see what's happening, melts your brain. But most people, it's just like it's part of the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that's what I'm hoping for. Oh, cool. Ooh. I don't know if it's going to be that quite high concept. Okay. <laughs> From we'll what see. I remember. <laughs> So I kind of screwed up our order. I usually like to talk to the guest and get the guest expectations last. I fucked up and asked you first. That's all um, good. But having heard what everybody else is saying, still not sure what Have to Have we expect. changed your mind? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm still hyped, you know. I know Brett, he's, he's thinking, mm, mm. But, <laughs> but, you know. That was a great yeah. Brett impression. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> But I, I get hyped off of like cheesy eighty stuff and oh, like you're, you're really gonna like it. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. And you know, it's Zemeckis. It's not like it's like some director we really don't remember from the eighties. Yeah. So so that gives me a little more hope. Uh and I wanna see if there's I like looking at things that probably had potential, had 
different things had happened. And I feel like, you know, because like we, like we said, and we're seeing with Brett, this could be written off as like a cheesy Indiana Jones type ripoff movie. Could this be as good as Indiana Jones? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that answers that. Good night folks. Right on. So we're going to watch uh, Romancing the Stone. So you might want to pause the podcast, watch the movie. Did we find it on any of uh, the Netflixes or anything? Or I, just I rented on, it on Google Play. Just through the pay oh, rental cool. services. I think it's on iTunes as well. I've okay. stopped looking on Netflix. I I just assume it's, it's not available. Right Have on. you heard of the site uh, called Can You Stream It? Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's what, what I always say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but sometimes it, it's, it's delayed, but for the most part, pretty solid. Yeah. So check it out and join us after the movie, and we'll see if it's actually any good. That'll do. There we go. <laughs> so that was. <laughs> <laughs> really choked you up, didn't it? Well, you know, I watch the movie. I cry every time. You just time love I the, the part where they meet up at the airport. I cry every time. Yeah, that was Romancing the Stone. We, we were all weeping at the end. Yeah. Okay, well, please tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to say, and I was coughing. Well, I, I, I guess. I, <laughs> yeah. Hey, if hey, you, hey, what do you think? You don't well, seem I, to be coughing. <laughs> well, Jesus. I came into this. I remember like right before we went into it, I was like, I'm interested to see in this movie why it, it didn't like blow up the same way Indiana Jones mm. uh, did. And uh, Michael Douglas, right? Michael Douglas, I'm, uh, son of Kirk Douglas. You're, you're uh, asking me if that's the reason? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I was just making sure I had his name yes. right. But yeah, his face isn't that like adventuring hero face. Like mm. I see his face. I'm like, yeah, perfect pick for Wall Street. Like, you know, yeah. like, like he has that, like he looks... Like when I saw him in the mud, it's like, nah, you don't look like you play in mud. You yeah. look like you look like you look you, like an actor. Yeah, he, he he looks like his power comes from just like mind games and not actually being like you know like when you see a like face the game. Like, yeah, <laughs> like when you see a face like Harrison Ford, you're like, oh, I could see that guy chopping roughing down. it. You, yeah. You're roughing it. Uh, but yeah, when his face it just did not fit for me. That's like, that point. scene where they're hacking through. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he's like, you give it a try, and you can see on his face like, thank God, like, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing with that knife. There's a point where he puts on the orange jacket, and somebody said he looked like Marty McFly. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. He actually really looked like Marty McFly. Yeah, like yeah. That, he did. That boyish charm oh, yeah. face that he had mm-hmm. that's not a rugged adventurer. I like yeah. your boyish charm face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I never really completely liked him. Yeah, like, yeah. I, especially like at the end where. She's like about to be stabbed to death, and he's like, "I'm gonna hold on to this crocodile and yeah. try to maybe help, but I'm not gonna let go of the crocodile until the last minute." Well, I I think they tried to do some character thing there, where like he always goes for the thrill of adventure, and he doesn't, you know, yeah. go for love or the ladies, whatever. It's his, but his first love is adventure, and he chose it over her. But every yeah, time he makes until the, the end, when ultimately yeah. he chose to help her. No. He chose the alligator. No, he let it. That oh, let it he let, yeah, yeah. but but then and at then the he very did his end, Assassin's Creed crawl up the wall. But at the very end, 
he still chose the alligator over her and jumped into the, the water. That's guy true. Was dead. Yeah, yeah. He, she was safe. He and he knew he was coming back for once. He navigated underwater at night and found that exact alligator that ate and these murdered it. So, yeah, I would rather have somebody walk away from me and go get the two million dollar emerald. Yeah, and meet up later than let the emerald go. That doesn't feel like any sort of betrayal. I don't know. I didn't like that. Also, about him. I, it, it was kind of cool that like she beat the bad guy. Like she didn't need no yeah. man yeah. to come in. I kind of like he got there to save her just after she managed to kill yeah, him. She was like, I got him. That yeah. bad guy was having the worst day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was never a point where I felt worried by him. Like, yeah. like the best, his He's one body count is killing a janitor. Like, <laughs> like that's, that was what he did. Kill a janitor and supposedly killed Elaine's husband. But I think someone else did it now. Yeah. And like, why did he kill her husband? Did they ever think, really clarify? I think he originally had the map. Oh. He sent it to right. Kathleen Turner before gotcha, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I like this thought in my head that in Star Wars now all of the uh stormtroopers are Colombians. <laughs> because they shot they shot so many bullets. Yeah, well, no, that's not nothing. a Colombian thing. That's an eighties thing. Like watch a few episodes yeah. of the A team. Like a method of defense is to just spray bullets over somebody's head. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you do with a machine gun. <laughs> Also, you could tell this is like 80s movies time because the suspension of of disbelief for someone to get a treasure map and be like, yep, this is worth something yeah. immediately. Like which, no one, no convincing. Which I bought in Goonies yeah. because of the type of movie Goonies yeah. is. Oh, yeah. I think this claims to be a little more grounded than that. And well, oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it, just. It, okay. Grounded in that this is not a child wish fulfillment movie but right. a middle-aged woman wish fulfillment movie yeah but i still I've, i'm sorry i'm still hung up on the fact that he was not a good guy though he was not like like you know if it's that's what makes him sexy he's the scoundrel I guess yeah he's the um unlawful good yeah. <laughs> i like I the idea so. of him I don't know that <laughs> it was executed particularly yeah. well. Well, yeah, it does feel like, and I think once again, this is another Michael Douglas face uh, uh, issue. Like, I feel like he yeah. is constantly typecast as villains, and I feel like that's why you never got on his side because mm. you look oh, at his you face. You see him as the villain. Yeah, yeah. I like. I feel. I feel that's like he always comes. I, I like. I just see him as like you're not good. Like, you're yeah. not a good man. Huh. It's see, it's I didn't the, feel uh, that way, but his actions made me feel that way. Uh, like it's the stealing face the map. you'd like to punch syndrome. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, because he looks like he looks like a bad guy. Like the, you want to typecast him there. Huh. I don't know that I've seen him in a lot of films as a bad guy, but I definitely know what huh. you're talking about. I think about it. Wall Street. We're gonna say bad guy. Yeah. The game. He was the good guy, but he was like he's he was an ass who had to be taught mm -hmm. some redemption. Yeah. And Hank Pym, Hank Pym has that temper. Yeah. And he keeps exploding, even though he's the good guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, I guess he is kind of a bad dude most of the time. Just an edge. I'd say edge. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You said that it was Indy, or somebody said, not necessarily you, that made the comparison to Indiana Jones. And I think that this was um, more like Uncharted. To me, sure, 
Yeah. That Jeep Which, the Jeep chase? Yeah, it's just like Uncharted 4. There's that whole Jeep chase scene in Uncharted 4. So this and was like 20 to 30 years before. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading it's act- it was actually written before Raiders. Oh, really? interesting. Oh, wow. Wow. Just took them a while to get into production. But yeah, I I think but that's that's a fair comparison, but you have to compare Uncharted to Indiana Jones. Oh, anyway. totally. Yeah. Like they're all that same vein. Yeah, I see the similarities. I guess this was more like a treasure hunt video to me, and Indiana Jones feels like he's like trying to stop the bad guys. Yeah. You know? Indiana Jones ain't after the treasure. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's after the booty. He's after the treasure because the treasure needs to go in a museum. Yeah. He's not in it for the fortune and glory, kid. That's also what's been, was interesting about this movie is uh, Jones' wealth was... Was was kind of fluctuating because, like to be honest, like she was portrayed. I feel like at the top of the movie as like rich, a yeah. successful writer who's totally. rich, and then like at some point, like she was interested in like this jewel, like actually yeah. getting it. And it's like, but you're kind of rich. Like, why do you? I guess nothing's wrong with. Did the they Mormon. really establish her as rich, or are we thinking just because she has an apartment in, in Manhattan? Well, was apartment in Manhattan, and then she was talking about how expensive her shoes yeah, were. Like her, those yeah. were Italian, oh, yeah. and she had like. And the, her publisher made it sound like she was a very successful author. Yeah. And like she had all those posters mm-hmm. all over, and the people knew her. Yeah. yeah. Also, do. Go back to the beginning. I was talking about how it was good, um, how like it was great visual storytelling because they they had the scene mm-hmm. with the one egg, so you knew she kind of was alone. Mm-hmm. But then there was some other like weird things where like there was like a kid's drawing on the fridge, and oh. she didn't have a kid, and her sister <laughs> didn't have a kid. So it's like yeah, okay, that might have just been like from yeah. <laughs> just stuck on there from production, another production that they never updated. This is my but, cat's drawing. Oh yeah, my cat drew it. <laughs> so we talk about shots that Zemeckis does that have visual effects, and you never know it. <laughs> How about that scene where the crocodile bit the guy's hand off? Oh, oh yeah. It looked pretty real, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, uh. It was so funny because they they did that, like, classic thing where you can tell it's a prop hand getting bit because yeah. it's so stiff. Like, it yeah. looks so lively at first when he's holding it, and then it just becomes like, eh. <laughs> I love how he's yeah. like, caught it, and I'm going to keep Le- yes, leaning over yes. and not bring it up to me for a while. Knowing there's crocodiles here. Yeah. Also, crocodile teeth, or they're not like scissors. Like they. <laughs> yeah, it's not just. Yeah, like yeah. Snapping they do the they do that off. twirly thing and like twist your mm. appendages off. Yeah, but that might have awesome been too horrific. The yeah. death yeah. roll and pull that guy oh down. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, I want to say there's probably someone listening to this who's like a big. Uh, lizard head and they're mad because we've alternated between alligators and crocodile oh, a few yeah. times. They're like, oh, choose one. I bet the film did it. too, yeah. probably. Oh, yeah, I'm so sure. If you're listening, Paul Hogan, we apologize. <laughs> are they alligators or crocodiles? I believe they're crocodiles. I think okay. they're chompers. According to the guy in the yeah. movie. You see those chompers? I said it like three times. <laughs> and one time they were referred to as dinosaurs. Yes. Which is my favorite way to refer to uh, alligators and crocodiles because yes they do look like dinosaurs mm-hmm. and they do date pretty far back yeah like they're almost contemporaries of dinosaurs can we talk about how danny devito and that other guy was basically the wet bandits in this <laughs> film? they were like the worst bad guys 
that's that is like my favorite movie trope though where it's like there's the big got big big bads and then you have the like lower just buffoon baddies mm-hmm. who are kind of progressing the story along by failing forward <laughs> uh it's, it's it's always fun because you don't feel as sc- like you get that conflict without feeling too scared right. for yeah. your characters is the whole movie better if you imagine it as a danny devito in it's always sunny and he's and he's just Frank on a <laughs> shitty adventure. Yes. Oh my gosh! I I I will say there was a moment I did like take a step back and was like, I imagine this is a Frank flashback that yeah. he mentions in a yeah. in oh, an man. episode. That would be so well, great. After we watched Matilda, I was saying that I you know Danny DeVito is the narrator in Matilda. Yeah, I like to imagine he's just telling Dennis and Sweetie <laughs> the story. Oh man! Yeah. yeah, it's like a like a. Don't mess with crocodiles. What, Frank? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlie, there's this emerald we got to get. Gosh. If it wouldn't be so hard to do, that should be an episode where he keeps like these saying like, don't do this and that. And yeah. It's just all these movies yeah. he's been in. Oh, that'd be so great. I just watched the Family Feud episode. Oh, Sunny. man. I love that oh, one. <laughs> this doesn't represent me. <laughs> Uh, I can't watch Westworld without seeing the McPoyle guy. Just oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that one's tough, too. Yeah, he's been showing up in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. now, too. But, yeah, same thing. I keep yeah, seeing he's him. He's a it's good like, actor. I mean, yeah. good yeah. for him. But, yeah, yeah, it's so rough with the first time you see him is something like that. Like, it's always sunny. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, if, if Rickety Cricket started showing up in other things, <laughs> that would be very tough to swallow. Yeah. Although he's so disfigured, it might be it might be passable yeah, if he's you in might something else. Forget what he looked like originally. <laughs> you know, I just want to say I think my favorite part about this movie was the dude who recognized her and was like a huge yes. fan. With oh, his, he was his so little mule. Yeah, that's that. That is also another one of my favorite tropes. I feel like a lot of my favorite tropes comes from the eighties. But, like, yeah, I like when it's, like, there's danger and then, like, through some goofy recognition, like, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, and him just going around trying to show them around yeah. the Why'd country. Why'd you go to well, this patch? Because yeah. I wanted to show sure. you. Oh, man. It's so good. So good. I would like a post credit scene where, like, he gets a package and it's the next novel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I like how he had the uh, Dukes of Hazard jump. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. Them yes. Duke boys got themselves in a load of trouble. <laughs> I I think the score was pretty phenomenal. It was actually really great. You know, it, it's funny. That was Alan Silvestri, who's done pretty much every Zemeckis movie I was going to say. And he's like, he's really good. This was not so good. Better than a lot but that we've seen. It was, I think it was trying to be very contemporary. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, looking back over past decades, things go out of style. Yeah. But compare this to like the score for Castaway. It's like, is that yeah. the same dude? <laughs> it's weird. No. I think maybe Sam just set an expectation in my mind that, you know, I had lower expectations. <laughs> so this was like way better musically than I was expecting. Okay. Better or worse than Lethal Weapon? 
Oh, it's. I think oh, it's. That's not fair. It's different. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you. I felt it was pretty on par. <laughs> if you if you dislike that uh, lethal weapon, then you must hate sax because. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like the saxophone was was a character in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. so good. It was but, missing the sax. Oh man. But we got the sax at the end. We when did, it, that like I feel I love that in the eighties, sax equals romance. Like if <laughs> yeah. something romantic mm-hmm. is about to happen, you gotta hit him with that. This music compared to Lady Hawk. Uh, oh, Lady this Hawk. was sucks. Uh, yeah, this, this is way, way better. better. Okay. Absolutely. Just build some context mm-hmm. there. When, I, now when I think when we say eighties <laughs> music, I compare it to Lady Hawk. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to is Oh God, eighties music. Like, <laughs> what about this compared to the actual score? Not the songs, but the score from uh Knight's Tale. Mm. Remember some of that bad yeah. score? Yeah. I think uh, this, this is better. better. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm like not sure what side of the fence you were ending up on each time. The score that I liked the best in this movie was the Western score from the beginning. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, one felt very Zemeckis. I kind of hoped that it would continue and it didn't. Yeah, it's like, let's just watch this movie. Yeah, I will say <laughs> there was a second where I was like, oh, this is a different movie than I was expecting. But I didn't I'm know it ready was a for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know that I have much <laughs> more to say. Can we talk about how he decided that he was going to Zelda his way up the fucking wall to save her? Oh, yeah, her? that was the worst Instead choice. Instead of like running around like... Why? Why would he think like that was I also like that he faster? had the moment like, oh, oh, no, it's raining. I'm going to slip down the wall a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Climbing. Like, just like uh, in Breath of the Wild. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get lucky and you land on that patch that pokes out a little bit so you can get your stamina back. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. You could, you could just keep going from there. Uh, that's what you should post on Twitter is Michael Douglas climbing the wall with the stamina wheel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Those those are two Venn di- diagrams that I don't think meet, though. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Those are two... Like, you're like, all right, I, well, he's trying to get a green donut. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be the first to say that I'm actually really surprised. I thought this movie was a lot better than I was expecting. I will say that. Totally. I enjoyed myself. I thought it was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, it's so funny. I, uh, one of my roommates is like a big movie guy, you know, went to film school and he is, and we, He's fun to watch movies with because we talk about it after. Mm-hmm. And then we share our general opinions about movies. And he hates the 80s. Like, he does not oh. like that chunk of movie. Yeah, he doesn't like the 80s. Either that or That's the a 70s. weird thing to hate. Yeah, either the 70s or the 80s. But it's one decade, one of those decades. It's got to be the 80s. It's got to be 80s, yeah. But with me, it's like... I like I can see why someone would be like, oh, I don't like that because I feel like we just wanted to have a little more fun in the eighties, mm-hmm, a little, mm-hmm. and and I like it. So like, whenever there's an eighties movie that a lot of people are like, oh, it's cheese or it's not that good, like I tend to like it because I go in knowing what it is, and I feel like you have to take your brain back to the eighties. What was yeah. going on? What were we trying to escape from? You know, mm-hmm. I feel like you know this next decade of movies might get the same reaction in like. 40, 50 years yeah. where it's like, what was going on back there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Whole bunch of shit we didn't want to pay attention yeah. to. Yeah, definitely. But it is, I guess we could take this tangent where it is interesting how movies are affected by what's going on. Like uh, the mm-hmm. weekend uh, of 
after the election was the highest grossing weekend ever of movies because people just wanted to be like, oh, shit, yep. fuck it, let's go. We did. Like, you know, <laughs> we went to a movie that, that night, the next yeah. night. Yeah. And so, and it's so funny because, uh, like, as a stand-up, people were like, oh, man, aren't you excited? And it was like, no, this is worse. Why, why would I want this? Yeah. But I feel like as a movie, a writer movie, it's like you're taking the gloves off. So it's like, all right, people are going to want some good stuff. Mm -hmm. This is going to be like a, a, a high consumption era of movies. And I think we are seeing that we're seeing like, you know, fate of the fury. I'm a big fast and furious guy. I, I know that, you know, they're kind of popular, but I still think, the times has is the reason it made so much money. I feel like mm. by now people should have just statistically should be getting off the fast and furious. <laughs> yeah, totally. like by now they should be getting off, but now they're like, nah, I want some dumb fun cars going everywhere. Let's go. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. When has a series other than bond hit eight movies? I know. It's crazy. Hmm. That's pretty. That's a lot. I thought yeah. it was at six. It's at eight. Yeah, yeah it's at that's eight. impressive. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the, and they're all doing well. I think they the first few weren't as popular, but once the Rock got involved, they've been knocking them out yeah. of the park. Mm -hmm. You know, I have never seen a single one of them. <gasps> Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd say I've seen one in five. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd say try and watch them. All in order. It's a linear so. decline in seriousness. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but in a, in such a good way because it really does start out with these two uh, undercover cop and a criminal racing for slips, and now they're like world class secret agents. Well, it's, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's Point Break. The yeah. first movie basically is Point Break. Oh. Yeah, but with cars. Yeah, Instead they're of like surfing. yeah, they're kind of they're kind of dumb and they're kind of macho and they're kind of actiony, but they're pretty good. At least from what I've seen. I mean, yeah. that's what everyone tells me. And I, I have to say, as as like a film school student, I think I always like look down on them. Like, yeah. that that thing. But yeah. everyone I know loves them. And so I'm like, all right, I guess I got to give it a try. I got to give it a try. I think it's because it doesn't take itself too serious. I mm. think if they were trying to be like, this is a move. But they, they know what it is. It's kind of like the... Uh, I think it's just in general when a movie leans in to being just fun instead of trying to t take it yeah. serious. I feel like that's where when, some superhero movies fail when yeah. they create a universe and stay true to that. Yes. Universe. And yes. I always go back to Charlie's angels. I think yeah. those movies are so good. They are because oh they gosh. commit to the Wile E. Coyote universe that, mm -hmm. that, that exists yeah. in. And it's great. Yeah. The, the furious movies, they, they have this vibe of like, uh, Nothing goes on screen unless it sounds like a seven-year-old boy. Said it. <laughs> like, all right, all right. The next scene, they have to be like in a car chase in Ru in Russia. Well, how how do they get to Russia? Uh, of course, they drop the cars out of an airplane. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they're robbing a bank, so they tie the safe from the bank to the cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they drive the safe out of the bank. <laughs> But then they start using the car like a wrecking ball when uh, with the cops. Oh yeah. my god, really? Yeah. It's like oh, that yeah. Saturday Night Live sketch where they were talking about the co-writer for Game of Thrones, oh, and yeah. it turns out it was a ten-year-old boy. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I don't like this character anymore. Kill him. Yeah. Well, it's, it's more about like all the boobs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. Maybe it's like a thirteen-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, that's that's also. A, fun thing about this movie and the era where it's like like they showed more skin and less skin at the same time like i yeah. love like 
you know, I feel like we've moved away from suggested nudity, and I feel like that in its own way can be sexier than like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a boob out. Like, but like they like in the opening scene, it's a boob, but it's like on a wet shirt. So that opening see, scene was uh, pretty steamy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then I was like, wow, this is this looks way like more sexy to the character uh, than if it was just a boob out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had. Uh, the sex I scene of that lonely island yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one boob out. And, and then the sex scene where you they're just the like sex yeah, yeah, post sexing, post coitus conversation scene. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um where you just get like the full side of of her and like his chest and they're laying on each other. And and I feel like, yeah, now it's like you either show boobs and a little dangling or nothing at all, you know? Yeah. It yeah. always makes me think about like What's the? Oh, you love this movie, Ash. Uh, Don't look now. Yes. That like always think about like at some point somebody actually had sex. Oh, I know, right? And and I think Don't Look Now is the one where people say, yeah, they're pretty sure it actually happened. Oh wow! But like, I don't know. It is a intense sex scene. You strap in for that one. All right, (laughs) or strap on. I don't know. Let's go. This, I mean. I, I, I'm not going to say this movie they did, but it was like they they bits were bits were touching. Yeah, bits yeah. were touching. Yeah, they I were in it to win it. Handle now. sex scenes in the D box theaters. It just vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Rub against, rub against the wall. Okay. <laughs> like I, I imagine I'd like to direct that seat. <laughs> like, like, all right, I got this, y'all. Trust me, your uh, boy got this. Let me tell you why it's called the D box. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Have you guys seen a movie with D Box? Yes. No, I have not, I'm but I sorry. want to. No, I, I don't I saw Terminator Salvation. I was like oh. curious. Oh, yeah, I was curious. No, so, so I wonder who controls the D Box because if I made a movie and I get to say like say there's a scene and two people dance in a club and you know, the guy gets a little boner and pokes her in the butt, you know. I want <laughs> I want the D box to do a little boop. Do you really think that the seat has that much articulation? Well, I know uh, I used to work at Disneyland and I worked on Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. And I know that with the mouse scene, there's just like the little, (laughs) yeah, we had like, you know, it was like tiny little dots and then one big dildo in the middle. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, like, like there were like little, I guess, pistons that would come up in the seat to kind of like, so you can feel it. Oh my God. So like, I imagine if, I would hope the D box has those same kind of pistons. You could just make one concentrated poke. Like, hey. Oh my god! Like, oh yeah, that that is how that feels probably. <laughs> now you know how every woman yeah. feels. Yeah. Then if he gets banned from directing D box for his movies, I saw. It. Does that change the rating? Does I it know, go yeah, from yeah, like yeah, PG yeah. thirteen yeah, to it's R? Like, if you want to put the, if you want to do the. The boner poke. We're gonna have to bump it up for R. Like, there's two ratings. Like, if you see it in D box, it's R. <laughs> so with the romancing the stone one, it would just like poke up and stay there because he was just like totally chilling. Yeah, in yeah, there yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the whole time you'd have this discomfort where it's like, oh, come on. Oh, this is how she feels. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Or maybe it's like you know how PG thirteen you can get one F word. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you get like <laughs> get one, one poke. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Oh no! No more pokes after that, or we're oh, going God. up a rating. <laughs> Suddenly, D box becomes really popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, what's no. up with D box? Yeah, maybe we're not using it to its full potential here. 
<laughs> we haven't untapped the value of that, yeah. the real potential of that technology. <laughs> yeah. Just you wait. I'm it's not a fan of the D-Box. I feel like, like, I feel like it has to be the right movie. Like the first movie I saw in the uh, Cynodome at Arclight was uh, A Good Day to Die Hard. And so, like, that's a good movie for that, like, hex speaker surround. And then, like, the next movie I saw with my mother-in-law and wife, uh, Inside Lewin Davis, which was like, why? Why why, are, why is this even in the Cinerama Dome? Like, why? <laughs> like, who? Why? Like, that was the worst. Why? <laughs> There's no reason you need, like, the surround sound. You They should have, like a Cynodome for movies like that, like hipster movies like that. Like I enjoyed it, but it's, you gotta know your movie. That was a hipster movie. Um, like a little fake art house theater, <laughs> like, yeah. like a fake, like, like your own mini Vista in the arc yeah, light. That's small you and cramped and there's only yeah. 20 seats. Yeah. yeah. You're like, even though, um, no, no, that wasn't the Vista. Sorry. I, I, I went to, you guys might know which one this is. It was like near, the uh, Universal City, but it was the one with the like l- lounge chairs, mm. and that's mm. where I saw Fate of the Furious. Um, it was, oh. and there's a theater at yeah, yeah. City Walk. Yeah, but- I think it's the Cinemarks that have they have like lounge oh, chairs. Yeah. And I didn't realize how dope that is. I'm like, this is a new movie. Yeah, like, like, like the Artists United over here that has that. Mm. Oh like yeah, boy it's just like person. you're watching it at home, so you're just uh, like. You get your feet kicked all the way up. You're like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's. Nice. We're deep. We're deep into it. Man, the uh, the Fast and Furious movies must be re- really cool in D box though. Oh yeah. Yeah, or like. I guess it's just like engine rumble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like I saw. <laughs> like Aud- audience, you missed a really sassy hip movement there from, from iffy <laughs> i was just imagining it and i got deep into it i was like i was there i was using the d-box <laughs> yeah so i i i i, I, I don't want to be like the down note but this was actually worse than i expected it oh, to no. be oh yeah i mean it was i mean, it was kind of fun but i guess i had this rose-colored memory of this being a better movie it seemed mm. kind of lackluster it definitely didn't have the the things I re- thought I remembered in it. So I don't know what movie I'm remembering. <laughs> I kind of felt like they were more in the wilderness in my mm, memory. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they're just hanging around Cartagena. Like they're in yeah. little villages and like, yeah. I don't know, maybe I, I think was you're getting too- it mixed up with Seven Days, Seven Nights or whatever that Six movie is. Six Days and Seven, seven Nights. Nights. I don't know that I've seen that. Or maybe Jewel of the Nile, maybe they're I, more I, in the jungle. You know, actually, I'm probably thinking a lot about um, um, Temple of Doom. Ah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you yeah. know, because it's the same sort of like high maintenance, rich girl, yeah. you know, roguish adventure guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I guess I was expecting Temple of Doom. They uh. even had like not exactly the rope bridge scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they had mm-hmm. crocodiles. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I was thinking stone. Yeah. You know? So that was probably what I was expecting. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of on your side on this one, but not for like a very specific reason, and it's pacing. There's a lot of stuff that I like to watch in this movie, but like I think about the she showed up, and then there's like this the bus scene, and that was kind of just going on for a while, 
and then yeah, it was kind like, of a slow start. Finally, they got to the like this guy's the bad guy, and then what happened between there and when they got to the drug dealer's house? Something happened. I don't remember what already. <laughs> like they were like w- just walking. Yeah, marijuana plane. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then they then they leave the drug dealer's house, and then what? Where'd they go after that? Like, there's That's something. When they something went happened. To the village, yeah. and they got the new clothes. Yeah, there was there was too much of just a bunch of something that I don't remember in between yeah, the things that like were interesting. Car chase, pause. Car chase, pause. Car chase, pause. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Also, I t- oh. Sorry. I was just saying it took so long for us to see the hero too. Like I was like, all right, yeah. cool. But like in the end, I think it's because it was more about her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like the marketing, if you look at it, it looks like it's about him. Totally, yeah. So, you know. But if you look at the intro, yeah, the the Western story, it, it is clearly a micro version of the whole story. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes a while for the hero to appear. It's mm. really her story. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. And she even does the knife throw, like, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't mm-hmm. work because <laughs> he has super fast reflexes, even though his arm just got bit off. Yeah, and the reality is cooler because she kicks him into a fucking alligator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I kind of I agree with Iffy here, like. It's just something to enjoy for the fun and silliness of it. Yeah. Like, if you expect it to be anything more, you're going to be really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just. Yeah, I'm certainly not saying it's a bad movie. It was a fun movie. Like, this gets a positive review. But it's, I guess I was expecting more. You had a memory that was more than this. Yeah. And and my my love for Zemeckis might have gotten mm, into that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't really feel like anything special about it in that yeah. term. Without being able to remember anything about this other movie, it reminds me a lot of my grandma's favorite movie, which was Overboard. Oh. Yes, I was thinking about Overboard before we started. Okay, yeah. okay, so I'm not off. I just yeah, thought it's, I've never it's seen Overboard-ish. It. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I could see them getting on the sailboat and then the movie turns into Overboard. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's yeah. dark. Well, she doesn't die. She just loses her memory. Yeah, but he's kind of weird and rapey. Like he kidnaps her. Whoa! Spoilers. Yeah, you I find guess that I don't out real quick. All, that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all right. <coughs> Sorry. That's why they always cast him as the bad guy. <laughs> was that no, him though? I that wasn't Michael no, no, Douglas. Yeah. That was uh, was it Dennis Quaid? I no. think so. that sounds right. Uh, was I it can't. the crazy Quaid? <laughs> was it Randy Quaid? <laughs> You're my wife now. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to Canada. Hillary's after us. (laughs) Get in the boat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Who was driving that boat at the end? Was he just getting towed? Well, maybe it's that. DeVito. DeVito, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe it was that guy who was obviously at the table with him at the beginning of the movie. Oh, my God, and yeah. we never saw. Like, I want to go into that guy's life who, who, who brought, like... All his friends to the premiere, and then he sits oh, there and goes, and he's like cut worry, out of the don't film. Don't worry, y'all. I'm I'm like in one of the you. You can leave after a while because I'm in the first opening scene, hanging out. You With know, these eating, two ladies. Two ladies. I'm like those sassy gay friend. Like that's that's <laughs> me. That's what I I feel like in the '80s movie. I felt like that's what that character would have been. Like yeah. the sassy gay friend. Like yeah, you need oh. a man. You know, uh, and that's and then they're like, mm, you know what? We're gonna move past this stereotype. We're cutting you out the movie. Uh, but his hands are like, in the shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my hands. No, it's <laughs> my hands. 
He's like, you credited. know, those are my hands. You know, I always wear that watch. What's the union scale for hands? I know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably like five hundred. <laughs> it's probably that publisher's poor PA yeah, yeah, that she just there. she drags everywhere oh to like gosh, be yeah, the DD. There's like, yeah, there's this extended cut where it's like her and the PA's adventures, and like she keeps checking in with her. I, I use my mic as a phone, so if you didn't hear me that last part, uh, it's because I was using it as a prop. But like she keeps checking in with her throughout the movie, and like they are having like a sassy interaction, and all that was cut for time. Aww. So overboard, Kurt Russell. Oh. And let me put this in your head. This movie with Kurt Russell. Mm. That's a movie. Yeah, that yeah. would have been right? better. Yeah. That's yeah. who this character was. Yeah. This was yeah, a yeah, Kurt yeah. Russell character. Oh yeah, 100%. I saw it a few times. Like I kept thinking Snake Plissken. Yeah. You know like 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 you just carried the, off the that hair. rogue yeah. who, like is going to leave her but kind of comes through in the end. Yeah. Because the, the, like there's a part of it where like you know he's still bad, but like it's because it, it's him. Like he he has to be this way to survive in the jungle. Yeah. And Michael Douglas wasn't giving me. He just looks like a bad man who wants to like <laughs> wants to ditch out on his taxes and ruin Wall Street and then be a scientist who yells a lot and plays games. And, but yeah, yeah, and plays games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the game. What other movies has he done? Uh, Sorry, Michael Douglas. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> big, big fan of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta see what kind of movies are they gonna do? My movie soon. My my movie, uh, romancing the stone. <laughs> That's the movie that I know I'm known for. Man, the game is so good though. Oh, basic instinct. It is. I would really like to do the game on the podcast. <laughs> romancing the stone is the third listed in like his like Google Roundup. So what it's falling down. For? Basic Instinct, Romancing the Stone, then Ant-Man, Fatal Attraction, The Game, Wall Street, The War of Roses. Huh. I just, I, I love there was a episode of Comedy Bang Bang where they're like, they're behind, they're like at the, the, the catering table or whatever before the show starts. And Scott Ackerman walks up to Reggie Watts and he's like, did you see The Game last night? And Reggie's like, yeah. Michael Douglas is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so just such a great little, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so, when is this coming out? Uh, this episode? Yeah. I was going to use that to wedge a plug, but we're having Reggie Watts uh, do white women's. Mono- oh, cool. Oh, yeah, he's gonna, oh, shit. He's going to be the monologist for our uh, show. What Will it be uh, on YouTube? It, uh, no, no, it's improv. So, okay. improv does not when live is well it? taped. Uh, it is May uh, the 2nd. Friday of May. Oh, yes, so twelve. Miss it. Yeah. yeah, but if y'all want to go, yeah, let me know. Totally. I'll get you guys comps. Yeah. No problem. I saw Reggie watch. Like I went to see his show one time yeah. at some theater in L.A. and it was fucking distracting the whole time because Colin Hanks sat in front of me. Oh man, I was like, how can I deal with this? <laughs> I've picked him up naked before. Um, I was <laughs> naked. Wait, not yeah, him. what? Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, back up. Okay. Uh, so Colin Hanks, uh, oftentimes, where, where's your hand grip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I actually have a picture of it, but uh, Colin <laughs> Hanks. Uh, see Colin Hanks dong. <laughs> well, well, I was the naked one, so. Yeah, plot twist. I yeah, uh, Colin Hanks likes to uh, come and he'll be a judge for Tournament of the Nerds at UCB, oh. and I. 
he was there the Christmas tournament of nerds when I uh, was Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and uh, basically I didn't have a shirt on the whole time. And one of the judges was like, "Why don't you have a shirt on?" And they're like, uh, "And I was like, because reindeers don't wear shirts." I was like, "Yeah, but they don't wear jeans either." And I was like, "Yeah, but." Uh, uh, Hal said I couldn't come on stage naked. So then they, they tried to call my bluff and was like, all right, well, uh, Iffy, you know, you keep asking, you can be naked on stage. And I just <laughs> dropped my pants. Oh and my so Colin Hanks was like right there. So he's just staring right at my penis. Um, <laughs> and so, so, so then I come on again and he, and I was coming on as Magic Mike, the movie. And, I was like, <laughs> and he just immediately was like, oh no. Like he just <laughs> was very visible. And like how pointed out that fact that he, the last time he was on the show, he saw my dick. So like the whole time I was stripping to him. And then I just like pick him up at one point uh, oh my God. with my, uh, with my pants down. Um, <laughs> I like how he delivered that like, his face was off. Yeah, yeah. His pants were down. Yeah, yeah. Just down. It's, it was it was great. Oh, it, my he, God. Like, just true horror. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I, 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 you, you, you gave it away. I'm coming for you, Colin. <laughs> wow. Let's see. The things you missed by not going to UCB. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a plug. Miss- go, go check out White Women at... It, is it at UCB? Yeah, yeah. It used to be every second Friday. We do your token friend. We have a guest come on, and uh, um, <laughs> we have a guest come on, oh and God. we uh, we have them tell a story about being a token, and we do improv based off of it. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. So come come see that. It looks like you're Heimlicking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not the best way to phrase that. He's. Just tried so hard to get out that grip. <laughs> my, my grip was strong. So, so now he has a restraining order on you. <laughs> this is another. This is a perfect. <laughs> oh his, man, yeah, he's his not face. happy. Not happy. He's not oh, a happy. Make Colin Hanks sad. He knew I was coming right oh. for him. <laughs> I was coming right for him. He knew. <laughs> he just knew. He's like, that- it's, it's my favorite because he's just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. You can see in his face, he knows that it's it's coming. That is the face <laughs> of regret. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, he's like, why did I come here? Yeah, why why do oh, I? You do never should have come here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get our final thoughts on. Oh yeah, uh, I keep almost saying jewel of the Nile, but let's get our final thoughts on romancing the stone. Um, Sam, your final. I really liked it. Um, it was fun and cheesy. I don't think it's a movie that I'll sit down and like pay a hundred percent attention to the next time I watch it, but it's fun to have on like in the background and Are you itching to see Jewel of the Nile? I remember not liking Jewel of the Nile the last mm. time I watched it. I was like, Whoo, that one did not hold up. So I don't know. I'm not itching to watch it. I hope I'm wrong. I remember you said you were mixing up the beginning and end. So do you know if you it, did or I did remembered you? this ending okay, with the crocodiles. So the and okay. I was like, Jewel of the Nile, like Nile has to be the one with the crocodiles, yeah. not this one. But no. That's a good point. And if I say I'm gonna sound so stupid, but are there crocodiles in Colombia? Yeah. This, that's, yeah. I, that's the thing, is I kind of don't don't think no, so. They I have think... the ones in the jungle. Um and but guess, they're not called crocodiles. I they're called like something collecting else. Crocodiles. 
Okay, yeah. He yeah, that's true. There's no reason somewhere. to fact check that. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now that Brett ruined that moment 80s for movie, us. you know, logic, yeah. 80s movie. Well, logic. that was like the number one villain pet was a crocodile or shark. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. What do you think, Brett? I give this movie the uh, Muscle Menos hand wave and a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. Uh, but yeah, for for the reasons I talked about, I kind of wish more stuff happened, either jokes or action, but there yeah. wasn't enough of either. Something. I I I would say exactly what you just said. Yeah, it was just yeah, it's it's all right, you know. It's it's interesting to see that Zemeckis had such a drastic upturn in his very next movie and the rest of his fucking career. But yeah, it was just like it was all right. <laughs> What do you think, Ash? Yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of... I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but I do think that it's it's all right. Like, I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to watch it again, but I enjoyed watching it this time. I'm actually really curious to watch Jewel of the Nile now because I think that's the film I remember more. Oh. So I think I was remembering things... Is, is Danny DeVito in that one too? Yeah, they're all three in there. I think that's the one I'm remembering. So I'm curious to watch that one. You can borrow it. <laughs> and then you got to watch War of the Roses. That's like their reunion. Oh, really? Yeah, they all yeah. come back for that one too. All right, Iffy, your final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. As, a, as a guy who loves watching fun, cheesy, goofy 80s movies, I'd say I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, there's something, I don't know. I feel like... Because every movie in the 80s was on the same wavelength. So I still get that same feeling as a kid when it just shows up on TBS. So you just watch it. Like I've seen so many parts of movies. (laughs) Like, like if you like so little have of movies have I seen all the way through. Um, But, you know, I actually, you know, soundtrack didn't bug me as much. I feel the same way as you do where it's just, that's kind of the times, you know, and I feel like it might be played out and cheesy now. Like I feel like back in the day that sax, you know, was like, Oh, that's up for an Academy. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, That being said, if I had to give it like a grade using like all my knowledge and taste in movie, I'd say a seven out of 10. That's fair. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I guess the the, the thing you said uh, for for question to everyone: if it if you turn on the TV and it's on, watch or change channel. Yeah. Oh, we've talked about that phenomenon before with movies of this era that we've seen from like twenty minutes deep on. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it would just be on Comedy Central. Oh yeah, it's like it was a long time before I saw Ferris Bueller telling his parents he was sick. Yeah, you know. But I saw that movie a lot of times. It just, I always started 15, 20 minutes in. Yeah. I feel like I'd keep it on. I'd keep it on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'd probably not change channels. <laughs> I probably would. I think I would change the channel too, but in like five or 10 years, I would watch it. You would, yeah. you know, you would change it to video games. Yeah. You would be like, Uncharted. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. yeah. I love that video game. You know I'm going to go that's, play it. It's so funny that you bring that up because I totally forgot to say it. But if I was watching the intro and that happened, I'd turn on Red Dead. Like, I really <laughs> wanted to play Red <laughs> Dead seeing that opening <laughs> because it just really felt that. that, that yeah. Ending. Have you seen the 
the pick the stills for the new one. I haven't seen the stills. I've seen like the updated trailer where you oh, see like man. a little bit. It looks good. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Rockstar, Rockstar, like it's so funny. People on Reddit are like, Rockstar, don't mess this up. Rockstar doesn't mess up. They they <laughs> they, they they have some stumbles when they start, but it's usually the same thing. Usually their online isn't ready right out the gate. But mm-hmm. I think from now to the end of time, online will never be ready because you can never anticipate how many users are going to use your program and you're not going to pay for more. <laughs> like you're yeah. not going to pay for more server space until you're sure. Um, going for book seats. Yeah. The, the justification I've always heard is the, the only time you'll ever have that much traffic is day one. Yeah. So like, fuck it because it's going to be trash yeah, yeah, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have the right amount of servers. Yes. <laughs> I could go for another Borderlands. Ooh, no, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I love, I Is love that me. Rockstar? Uh, no, I that's that a was, Gearbox. Yeah, Gearbox. Gearbox. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm thinking Rockstar. Rockstar is Gar- Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, uh, LA Noir. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been a big Rockstar fan because they're one of those, they're like the A24 of video games where it's like they're not. J- dropping a lot of stuff but mm-hmm. it's like spaced out even though now a24 i think they're on a hot streak now i think moonlight and all that has given them like some money so now they're now they're dropping shit like constantly but before it was like a24 was once every blue moon you get a like banger movie that's a real deep cut for all my movie heads out <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> I feel like a24 is kind of well known there if you don't it's, know they did like i know the logo yeah i just can't place any specific movie to them yeah i think moonlight was the last big thing they done and then they mm. got one out that i forgot yeah. i think they did gerard carmichael's uh stand-up special too okay mm. don't quote me on that though <laughs> well we will yeah, I it was recorded <laughs> I should check that out because I love the Carmichael show. Oh yeah, that show is so fucking good. It, it's a good, it's a good special. I'm, I'm yeah. interested to what you because it's like you know, it's it's Gerard. I was able to see him do so much stuff because I worked at the Improv and just kind of he was always nice and we always happen to be at cl- clubs and he has like a formula, but it's still good. Like it's still like it's still good, and I yeah. like the formula so. But the Carmichael show is good. Like I, like I watched a few episodes like when it was first airing, and then I just kind of it was you know when I always do where it's when something's just not the right. Like I wasn't able to give it enough attention mm-hmm. to really appreciate yeah. it, mm-hmm. and then I watched it the second time, and like the intro gave me chills because it was very reminiscent to like every black sitcom like the intro song is so similar to your typical black sitcom that you would have back in the day yeah. like i it, definitely feel cosby show every now and yeah then when i mm-hmm. watch it yeah so i'm i'm in you know i'm locked in so yeah also book me book me on the show gerard we know each other i mean we don't <laughs> know each other like that like he just it's so funny because he like it's so like it's so interesting when you see the way Hollywood works because you can tell like from the jump he'd like to have all his boys on but now it's season two and now he's getting like the roast battle guys on those guys on like like it's like yeah you gotta mm-hmm. get, gotta give up that first season and then second season you start to be able to do what you want yeah 
So where are we going to see like so you said every week at Yeah, every, every second week at, every second Friday at UCB Sunset 10:30 okay. white women we have your token friend. Uh you know, I'll be doing stand up all around town. My album is going to be taped on the 31st of May. So you should just be on the lookout for it and if you want to know, you could just follow me on at if he's not funny on Twitter or uh, that black nerd on Instagram and I'll give you info on that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Was was your Twitter handle an intentional dig at Hector? Or no, that that, that just so <laughs> happened. Like we found out when we were on a show together, and we both said our handles, and we we're like, oh wow, we, did, we totally did that. <laughs> Who said it first? Yeah. I know. I, uh, I think like I'm Hector is funny. I think I said it first, <laughs> and Hector was like, oh, funny. that was similar, and he said his, and I was like, oh. Awesome. So thanks for joining us for Romancing the Stone. Yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah, seven out of ten, baby. <laughs> if you like this show, this is part of the Last Dash TV network of content. It's this podcast and a YouTube channel where there's a drinking show with me and Ash, a cooking and show. Oh, yeah, and if he's on an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. if he's yeah, on our dropped. Harry Potter episode. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was some of the most ridiculous oh, times. It was so on fun. Let's drink. Mm. Swoldemort and. Swoldemort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swoldemort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta, gotta get swole. You gotta watch it. <laughs> that was too good. Um, and yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter as well at TV, and then follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch. And if you follow us on Twitter, we will post polls from time to time, letting you vote which movie we should watch. So you guys chose Romancing the Stone. So thanks. Thanks for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. And if you liked our podcast or hated it, please give us a review on iTunes or Google Play Music. Brett's serious. He really likes your negative reviews and your positive reviews. So bring it on, baby. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. And make sure your subscriptions are all up to date. We'll be seeing you again in another two weeks for another episode of Let's Rewatch. Yeah, next time we're going to be watching Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Oh, no. (laughs) Is that like Sharknado, but with orange people?